to do a musing um, that I wanted to title the fastest horse in the race. You know, many times uh, when we think about investing, um, the idea is how do we outperform other investments? And uh, the idea could be to outperform them in absolute terms or to outperform them in risk adjusted terms. But in an environment where the government prints 15% more money every year on average, uh, and it's not just the US government, it's like all governments, that is the hurdle rate that needs to be beat, which puts you in a, a pretty risky position almost by definition, right? So if you hold uh, risk-free government bonds, um, you're guaranteed to lose money. And uh, even if the bonds are not negative interest rate bearing uh, in nominal terms, then there will be negative yield in real terms because the government prints 15% and uh, the bonds yield less than 15%. Now, the my thought about risk is that let's say you wanted a bond that paid you 15%, you would have to venture into junk bond um, areas where companies that are, you know, have a high high likelihood of not returning the principal. Um, only those type of companies pay 15%. So when we think about being forced into a high risk uh, ratio in order to beat inflation, that basically means that we need to bet on the fastest horse in the race on a, a risk-adjusted basis. And when we think about what could that be, if we think about asset classes like real estate, um, regular stocks, tech stocks, uh, or something like Bitcoin, I would assume that basically the less government intervention is in a specific sector, the more um, of a, the better risk adjusted returns that sector will give you. And um, this is a key point, so I'll dig a little bit deeper into that. If you think about industries where the government is very much involved, like healthcare or education or infrastructure, um, those are sectors where we're less competitive on a world um, on a world level, because uh, some of these government funds are just guaranteed, and so basically you have less incentive as an industry to be competitive. Or, for example, in the medical uh, sector, right, you have very few companies that are kind of keeping the prices high, and then the government is blocking. Um, the ability to import medical devices, for example, that are not FDA approved uh, in order to reduce prices. So my thesis is that if you want to invest in a sector that grows a lot, uh, you should choose sectors that get the least amount of government intervention. And um, this is a little bit counterintuitive in the uh, period of time now where the Biden administration is going to, you know, have trillions and trillions of dollars uh, spent on uh, specific industries. So in a sense, they're choosing winners and losers. And some of my investor friends are thinking, you know, should we try to pick sectors that will benefit disproportionately from the government intervention. And my point of this musing is my answer is no. 
My answer is on the contrary, like investing in sectors that don't depend on the government, don't get intervention by the government, uh, is probably likely to yield better results uh, just because they will be more efficient. At the end of the day, I really want us to zoom out and think of capital really in the sense of, you know, Karl Marx's the capital, right? The idea of capital is something, some object that allows you to be more productive. And, and the whole idea of Marx was that like capital without the workers becomes, uh, you know, leads to undesirable effects. And technology has proven that that's simply not the case. Uh, capital can be productive and workers are, if anything, it's like human capital, right? Like uh, someone who knows how to do uh, deep learning algorithms that improve the uh, estimated time of arrival in, on Uber. Uh, by 0.1%, um, maybe add to the productivity more than a huge rocket that you use to launch stuff into space. Uh, so human capital, I think, is infinite. And so we want to invest in capital that yields the biggest amount of productivity. And my point is that we've been, we, we will be hearing a lot about stimulus in the next couple of days and the government picking winners and, uh, winners and losers. And I would just suggest make your investment decisions based on what could, uh, what capital could bring the uh, biggest growth uh, and the biggest increase in productivity. Um, and that would probably be a good bet in the long term. Again, the volatility may, may be a little bit higher um, versus government supported industries because the government isn't necessarily there to step in and, and like dampen the volatility but I think the reward for taking that risk of volatility as long as you don't get a margin call uh, should more than make up for it so thank you so much for listening uh, this has been Shimon Lazarov uh, with uh, one of my musings please let me know what you think um, and I'd be very happy to hear from you thank you